In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, welcome today to Central United Methodist Church for this time of worship. I'm Thomas Smith, senior pastor here at Central, where it is our mission to follow Jesus by loving God and loving our neighbors. It is a blessing to have you with us here this morning, whether you are worshiping in person with us today or worshiping with us by radio, we are glad that you are here. On the way in this morning, I hope you uh, received a bulletin. If you, I encourage you to read the bulletin. You'll find there some ways to connect with God through Central. And those of you worshiping by radio this morning, I encourage you to visit our church website, centralmethodist.net. There you'll find an online version of our bulletin, and you can also sign up for email notifications and, and find ways to connect with God through Central. Uh, some announcements I would lift up to you today. First off, on the way in, you may have noticed on the usher tables, a stack of Bibles. If you don't have a Bible and you'd like one or you know someone who needs a Bible, please take one. That's what they're there for. Also today, it's a big day in the life of our church as we welcome our new associate pastor, uh, the Reverend Ann Kavan and her family are with us today for their first Sunday uh, as here as part of the Central Family. Uh, Ann is preaching in the well this morning and we will have an installation uh, liturgy for her at the 1115 worship service, but if you see Anne or, or her family around the church this morning, please extend, I know you will, extend to them a word of welcome. And some of you may recognize Anne. She has, uh, in the fairly recently, uh, preached one of our midweek Lenten services here at Central, so she, she'll probably look familiar to you. And also, just in case she doesn't, that's her picture on the front of the bulletin, along with her family. I would remind you that there is no children's Sunday school today. Instead, the children are gathering on the playground during the Sunday school hour. And Brandy told me they're gathering for patriotic popsicles. And I'm really excited to go out there and see what a patriotic popsicle looks like. But um, anyway, there's a meeting scheduled for July 17th at 1.30 at Highland Park United Methodist Church that will be facilitated by our district superintendent and our district lay leader. Um, and that will be to discuss the state of the denomination. And anyone who's interested in uh, attending that meeting, please feel free to go. Also, our next blood drive is just around the corner on July 14th. You can sign up now uh, on the sign-up sheets in the commons or by calling the church office or through the Red Cross website. One thing I forgot to say a moment ago when I was talking about uh, Reverend Ann Kavon is a week from today, that's July 10th, we will be having a, a, a welcoming reception and pounding for Ann and her family in Spears. Um, and that will be Sunday afternoon. And that will be an opportunity to, to meet her as well. Also, uh, there's details in your bulletin, but we will be ending our 9 o'clock uh, radio broadcast on Sunday mornings um, beginning August 7th. That will be the first Sunday without the radio broadcast. And now we gather in the power and presence of God. So let us open ourselves to God's presence with us as we worship God in spirit and in truth.
Unless the Lord builds the house, hope in God and praise the Lord. And now while we are standing, let us affirm what we believe using the Apostles' Creed. It's found in selection 881 in your hymnal. I'll invite you to join me. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. 
The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. If you will pray with me, our colic found in your order of worship. Almighty God, who by the death of your Son has set us free, give strength to all who seek you and pour into their souls the holy desire of finding you, that all who would seek your face may not be enslaved by the pleasures of this world, but be made new. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. It is my pleasure to welcome you here to worship with us. Whether you're here in the sanctuary or you're joining us, by the radio, we are glad to have you participate in this worship today. Um, I would ask if you'll take a moment and just find that pew pad at the end of your pew and sign it, pass it along, and greet your neighbor. And hopefully you'll meet someone new today. And you can invite them to the fellowship afterwards, too, at the um, Spears Hall. I want to also invite you to participate in all the ministries of Central and if you're interested in learning more about joining us as in part of the congregation or in the ministries, please give one of the clergy a call this week. We would love to sit down and talk with you and answer any questions you might have and just talk things through. Love to meet you and have that time together. And now I'll ask the children, anybody who would like to go to children's, to children's church. Miss Jenny is right up here at the front.
Friends, our gospel reading today is from the gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 11, and then verses 16 through 20. Hear now the word of God. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if anyone there who shares in peace... Your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into the street and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. And now verse 16. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In these verses, we see Jesus raising up people to join him in his ministry. Jesus calls people to follow him. He calls the 70 to follow him. Through the 70, he calls other people to follow him, just as he calls you and me to follow him. He called them to be faithful witnesses. That is, they are called to share their experience of Jesus. But witness is the key word, and I think it's important for us to to pick up on that idea. Because these 70, when they're sent out, Jesus tells them to speak what is true, to talk about their experience of God through Jesus Christ. But... Ultimately, if the people don't listen, he says to the 70, it's not your fault. Just leave that place and go somewhere else. I think what Jesus is saying to them, and something it's hard for us to hear at times, is it's up to us to do all we can, but sometimes we just have to get out the way and let God be God. Jesus calls his disciples to faithfully carry out their mission. 
but he does not make them responsible for other people's reactions. We are called to live into the mission as well, joining God in God's work. But we need to trust God to do the hard work and not make ourselves or hold ourselves to be responsible for other people's reactions. We act not just in matters of faith, but in many things as if everything is up to us. And sometimes it's hard for us to acknowledge when things are not up to us. We as human beings, we, we want to be in control. We try to control things. It's, we feel nervous or uncomfortable or anxious when things are out of our control, things that we can't do anything about. But Jesus here offers us, as the sermon's title suggests, a new paradigm. Jesus offers us a paradigm of simply to do what is ours to do, to do what God has placed before us, to be faithful to the mission God has entrusted to us, but then just to get out of the way and let God do the heavy work of changing people's hearts. Sometimes we can do all we can do, and that's all we can do. I was thinking about that um, this week. Uh, this past week, I, I went to uh, help a friend put in a dove field on a fam- piece of family land that he has. And it turns out, I think, that I'm a much better preacher than I am a farmer. Um, I did not really entirely know what I was doing. And it turned out some of us involved in that project knew more than others. But at the end of the day, we turned over the dirt. We put seeds in the soil. We put fertilizer in the soil. We compacted it all down because that's what the Internet said you were supposed to do. And then we went home. And as I'm driving back to Florence, all I could think about was crows coming to eat those seeds off the ground. Or, you know, we left without an irrigation plan. We trusted the irrigation plan to nature. What's going to happen if we have another two weeks of no rain Will all the money and effort have been in vain? But, and, and, and plus, none of us live within two hours where that dove field is planted. So it's going to be a couple of weeks before somebody's already back in Columbia or an area for work to go check on me. Well, it rained the day after we left. I don't know what happened, but it rained. To me, that gets at the idea that sometimes all you can do is all you can do. And then you just have to get out of the way and let what's supposed to happen happen or what will happen happen. With that dove field, we did all we could do, but then we just have to trust that rain will come, that the sun will shine, and that it will grow. As I said, all we can do is all we can do. Regardless and no matter what else, God calls us to be faithful. God gives us a task to be his followers, to be his disciples. He offers, though, to give us what we need to do what he needs us to do, but not to hold ourselves responsible for the actions of others. God gives us what we need, though, to be faithful to the tasks and the mission to which he's entrusted us. Namely, he gives us and feeds us by his grace. Today, as we celebrate this sacrament of Holy Communion,
We believe in, in our tradition that it is a means of grace, that communion is a way that God imparts grace to us. I think of it as, as fuel. Communion and the grace it imparts equip us to be faithful witnesses. Equip us to do the tasks that God has us to do to carry out the mission that God has entrusted to us. Grace equips us and fuels us for that task. And so as you come to the Lord's table this morning, I invite you to come expecting to meet Christ here with a heart open to receive the grace God offers you in this holy meal. And let that grace fill you and equip you to go out into the world living into this new paradigm to do what you can do and then let God be God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray together. Almighty, eternal God, As we celebrate the birth of our beautiful country and the freedoms that have been cultivated and expanded on and protected and cherished by those who have come before us, we also lift up in prayer all of our brothers and sisters whose lives have not been so fortunate. We pray for the realization of these freedoms for all of humankind. Also today, Lord, re-remember and give thanks, heartfelt thanks for the ultimate freedom, that of salvation, of reconciliation with you and with one another, freedom from death and sin, not provided by any means of our own, but through your grace and the actions of Jesus Christ. And so we lift up in prayer all of our brothers and sisters who do not yet know this joy. And we pray for continued guidance as we go forth to share the gospel. Lord, we ask for peace of body, mind, and spirit for all of those who suffer the results of our broken world and for healing, for comfort. We ask all of these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now, as we respond to God's love with the intentional offerings of ourselves and our gifts, I'll invite our ushers to come forward.
Lord God, accept these offerings of ourselves and our gifts and bless them in your service. In the name of your Son we pray. Amen. Please be seated. 
As we prepare for our time of communion, I invite you to turn in your hymnals to page 12, where you will find um, the liturgy for communion. But as you're doing that, a, a word of introduction. First of all, in the United Methodist Church, we practice open communion, meaning all who seek God's grace are welcome to receive communion today. So whether you are a member of our church or another church or no church at all, if you seek the grace God offers you today, you are invited to come and receive. Uh, the way we'll receive this morning is um, the, you, we will have uh, servers, two servers at the end of either side aisle here, and the ushers will direct you to come down the side aisle. And when you get to the servers, um, we will have uh, bread and cup and receive by the method of intention. A piece of bread will be broken off and handed to you if you would take the bread, dip it into the cup, and then take the two together. If you're more comfortable uh, using the prepackaged communion cups that we have, we will also have those available, and you are welcome. Just ask the servers when you get there, and we will give you one of those prepackaged cups instead. After receiving communion, you're invited to kneel at the rail and pray, if you like, and you're invited to stay so long as, as God leads you to be there. But we begin with... Oh, and also, if you're more comfortable receiving communion in your pews, please let the ushers know and we'll gladly bring it to you. But we begin with a prayer of confession, which you'll find uh, printed in your, in your hymnal. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. And we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. And free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. 
You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through the prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your Word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so... In remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, Let us pray together the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The bread that we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. 
cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. For those who are serving, please come forward. This is the blood of Christ shed for you.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I invite you to stand as you're able for the benediction. Now may the love of God, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.